Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Misalign. This week I have my friend Mitchell McDonald on. Before we jump into the conversation with him, I just want to remind you that Misaligned is part of the Modern Vinyl family of podcasts, which you can find all of them at modern-vinyl.com. And there's a little podcast tab right there with the drop down. You can find all of the shows. Definitely check out the new episode of Modern Vinyl that will be out this week. It's going to be a good one. They just recently did their top five Hopeless Records albums as well. And that was an entertaining episode. So definitely yeah. check that out if you're into any of those Hopeless bands, new or alumni. But now we're going to go ahead and jump right into this week's conversation. Mitchell, I know you are a huge Carly Rae Jepsen fan, so we will go ahead and start there. Going right into it. Yeah. Just going to go straight for it. Okay. Straight for it. The (laughs) B-side just released this past Friday, so we got eight more songs from her, basically, and a lot of them felt like they could have easily made the album I know our one exception is store, which was kind of just a weird song in general. I was like, all right, so you're going to the store. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What happened was you can find this video on YouTube. She did like, it must be like, I, I, it must be like a Canadian thing, but she did like an anti-smoking ad. And it's like, she's like, hi, I'm Carly Rae Jepsen. And my reason for not smoking is because I have more money to shop. And then she's it like, shows her like shopping. And then it's you here in the background. I'm just going to the store, to the store. And she took that video and it's like five years old and made that into a song. And now you can listen to the real song and it's great. (laughs) But um, yeah, all the B-sides are really good. Um, There's eight of them. They, I, I was uh, listening to a lot of interviews with her uh, recently that came out like a year ago for her record Emotion, which was um, really great and my favorite album of 2015. Um, and she was talking about writing like 200 songs. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Like, so uh, when she approached her label, she was like, can I put out like a 40 song album? And I'm pretty <laughs> sure they shot her down. <laughs> But I think what happened was they were like, uh, we'll put out like your a regular album and then we'll see if we can do more stuff. And this is the more stuff since the album really resonated with a certain she kind of has like a cult following now. Yeah. For a pop star because her record barely sold at all um, again for a pop star. But the people who did listen to it were like, holy crap, this is on a whole new level. And she has just kind of gained this really like cult following from people. So it's nice that she's recognizing that and nice that they're putting out uh, more music to tide us over. And uh, two of the songs were uh, released on like a Japanese remix thing earlier, First Time in Fever. Uh, those are two of the stronger songs on it. And then there's a bunch of other ones. There's Higher, which is a really good poppy track. Also Body Language, same thing. And then there's some slower ones like Cry and Rose. I, I like all of them. Store is, is just fun, but the rest of them I think are pretty solid tracks. Yeah, I felt the same when I just gave it a listen through literally right before we recorded this podcast pretty much because I appreciate it. I really do. It's like, you know, you knew what I wanted to talk about and you just went for it. I really do. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I had added it on, I believe, Friday when I just kind of go through the new music section and Apple Music and add stuff to my library that I know I need to get to. So it was like, you know, I had that the Butch Walker album. Bayside was the previous week and yeah, there's not a ton of new stuff coming out right now. We're headed for like a tidal wave 
of new releases in like September and October. So right now is kind of, I feel like it kind of comes and goes. It's like there'll be nothing for two months and then like everything comes out on one day. Like like that happened in May. There were like seven new records on like one day and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, May was pretty crazy for releases and then it kind of petered out for a little bit. Now we're starting to ramp it up again because everyone wants to get the albums out before Christmas and everything and before Black Friday so they can get all those fourth quarter sales. Yeah, and you got to release it before November so you can get on everyone's crucial album of the year list, you know? Yes, that is very (laughs) true. Unless you're Beyonce and you drop your self-titled like the day before or on my birthday midway through (sighs) December. And yeah. still make everyone's list. <laughs> Everyone was like, I've been listening to this for 20 minutes and I already know that this is it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, do you want to talk about uh, Bayside? Yeah, definitely. I think that's one of the stronger releases possibly of the summer for me. I know oh, yeah. I haven't sure. like been the biggest Bayside fan, but I went and, you know, I listened to Cult and then I kind of went back mm-hmm. and listened to their older stuff. And nice. from what I can tell, it's like they've been an extremely consistent band. And oh, it's yeah. kind of like they're one of those bands where you know what you're going to get when they release an album, which that could be a good or bad thing. But I think for the fans that really do like Bayside, they're totally mm-hmm. fine with that because they know they probably won't be disappointed with whatever they come out with next. They don't really try too many new crazy things yeah Yeah. um yeah they're definitely i would i would argue that they are one of if not the most consistent band in the scene i don't think they really have a bad album uh their first record is kind of different it's really uh really emo um lack of a better catch-all um sirens and condolences but then after that like they've pretty much been just a really consistent just like punky rock band um the new one vacancy uh, obviously it's been covered, but he, he's dealing with, uh, he moved to, to Nashville to be with his, his wife and then his wife, his wife, uh, left him. So he had like a lot of pent up emotional stuff to write. And I know he wrote a lot of this record as that was happening rather than in hindsight. So, um, but yeah, I, I think it's a really consistent record. I think, um, what they do, uh, here especially is they kind of just make little tweaks and change up their sound just a little bit just to keep it interesting but not enough to like dissuade people and I think that's how like these legacy bands that are getting to like their sixth seventh eighth album and still remaining a band is that's kind of how you have to do it is you have to maintain your core fan base and not um really try really take any crazy turns that lose them like you see bands like them like taking that sunday like you've got lori they're kind of you kind of know what you're what you're getting when you put on one of their new records and that's great and it's great that we have these bands that are still doing the thing but yeah bayside's definitely one of my favorite bands and i'm really pleased with this record i think that um a lot of the songs on it are i've only it's only been out for a couple weeks but i already feel it could be one of their strongest releases um my favorite has always been uh well since it came out, has been Killing Time, which is like a really, like just a straight up like rock record. Right. And this one could probably take a, take a shot. I don't think it'll eclipse it, but it has a shot to get up there. I don't know. All the records are so good. It's hard to, it's hard to really rank them or to really like <laughs> say, well, I like this one more than this one, but it's like, and that one has that song. So it's like, it, yeah. You know. <laughs> and it's like, even if you rank a record last, that doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means they're so consistent that it's so hard to rank them. Yeah, it's like all of these are sixes or sevens out of tens. So, I mean. (laughs) 
Yeah, and I know we both bought this record on vinyl. Did you get the yellow and clear copy or did you get a different one? I got the retail variant. I didn't shell out extra money or wait to get a cooler one. I've seen lots of really cool variants for it. The the Hot Topic one is like blue with like splatter. And then I saw another one that was like a tricolor. But this one is clear with yellow in it. Right. It's the retail one. And um, I got it because it was the cheapest one I can get. <laughs> jobless right now. and But I still want to buy records. So here we are. <laughs> yeah. I know that feeling well. I just grabbed it from Amazon, so it was the same variant like yours. And I feel like Amazon does get some pretty decent variants, though. And you're not just going to get, you know, like a black record every single time you order off of Amazon. And I think that's kind of something that's nice that bands and labels are doing. They're not giving, you know, Amazon just the generic vinyl release for something necessarily. Yeah, I've even seen some bands have Amazon exclusive variants, which is like, whoa, the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And while we're on the topic of Bayside, you and I are both going to go see them next yes. week. Uh-huh. I believe it's next week. I kept thinking it was this week for some reason. And I'm just like all off on my dates. But it <laughs> it's, is it's definitely okay. next you. week. Yeah, it's Tuesday. It's a week from today. A week from when we're recording this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. The Menzingers are also on that tour, and that band is also incredible, and I'm really stoked for their um, new record, and I'm really stoked to watch Bayside, and I think Sorority Noise is on that, too. Um, That's a solid tour. That's, like, it's only three bands, which I love. Yes. So, (laughs) so grateful for that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because some of these tours you see coming up, it's, like, four bands, five bands, and you're like... Yes, and as you know, I recently went to a seven-band lineup. I did not see yeah. the first band because I was interviewing the headlining band during Don't that worry, there's six so, more. Yeah, yeah. You didn't miss anything. You're <laughs> just getting started. Yeah, because, like, I was there to see my friend's band, and naturally they played second, and then the headliner was obviously the headliner. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just uh, sit here at a table and watch the bands Ooh, in between. <laughs> Very nice of you. I'm sure they were all stellar bands. I'm sure you didn't regret it. They actually were pretty good. So that's good. Right on. And they had, you know, tables and chairs, so I didn't have to stand for like eight thousand hours to watch seven bands. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. What else? What else do you want to talk about? Why don't we go ahead and talk about what upcoming releases we're looking forward to? I know you just mentioned the Menzingers. We have Jimmy World coming up, which they just released a new song today. It's called Sure and Certain. I believe yeah. they released a lyric video for it. And then, you know, we have Taking Back Sunday, Yellow Card. There's just a lot, like you said, stacked up for the rest yeah, of it's, the year. Against Me is up there. Too. There's a lot of like these, like I'll call them legacy bands, but um, Against Me also has a record. Um, Green Day, Some 41, uh, what else is coming down? Those are like all the older bands. Uh, there's a new Kevin Devine record coming out. There should be a new Jeff Rosenstock record. Um, this Friday, I think there's a new Childish Gambino record. It's it's so much. It's There's so much. Yeah. And then we have, you know, like some of the smaller bands like This Wildlife <laughs> oh, coming yeah. out next week. Yeah, yeah that's um, I'm, I'm looking at the release calendar on the app that I keep so diligently updated. I'm staring at that as well. Thank you for sharing it with me. Yes. Yes. Balance and composure. (laughs) Also October 7th. So October 7th is probably going to be pretty stacked because we already have some 41 Green Day and balance and composure. 
I just found out that there's a new NoFX record coming out. So there's all these old punk bands coming out with stuff. There's also yeah. the Two Tongues record is coming out from uh, Saves the Day and uh, Say Anything's frontman Chris Connolly and Max Bemis. I'm really excited for that. They dropped a new song. It's interesting. I'm still really excited for the record. Yeah. Uh, my friend goes, I don't know if did you listen to the song, the new song from them? Yes, okay. I did. My friend goes, dude, it sounds totally like this uh, this one Limp Biscuit song, and then he plays um, the Kid Rock song "Bow with the Ba." Do you know that song? <laughs> no, I do not. It goes "Bow with the Ba." Dang, it's anyways, it's a whole thing. But um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. I love Chris Connolly is is my god. So right. <laughs> every night at the shrine. So um. So he can't really do anything wrong at this point. But yeah, that song's interesting. We'll see how it goes. What would you say your most anticipated things out of that list are? I think I would have to go with Jimmy World, The Men Singers. And then because I've listened to everything Green Day has done, I'm going to have to go with Green Day because while the lyrical content for the new song is very iffy, it's definitely Mm -hmm. musically a lot more like... American Idiot and some Mm -hmm. of their older stuff combines and I think American Idiot is really the last album of theirs that I really really enjoyed and I know yeah you know that's I think I think you're not alone in that I think most people are probably with you in that um yeah I really like that new song um it's like a it's kind of like about school shootings I think and like people are shooting up and getting famous and that kind of thing which of course it is because what else are you going to write about but um, no, I really liked it. It's actually like a real like punk song for them to yeah. put out the single. And that's awesome. Um, and I listened to an interview and they're like, yeah, the whole record's pretty much like that. So I fingers crossed that it is because I, I think they're a phenomenal. I think they're one of the best bands because um, they put out these records that kind of changed the entire landscape of music twice with Dookie and American Idiot. So I really think that they who knows they could put out another great record i'm really stoked that it's not like 30 songs or however many the last two were and they're all like normal lengths so hopefully they can that's what i said i wanted them to do with the trilogy was like oh there's like 12 really good songs in here they could have just put out one yeah yeah but they put out this whole this whole mess that i don't think pleased a lot of people and now we are where we are with them. But yeah, I think I think they have it in them for another good record, hopefully. Um, I really like I like the new single from Sum 41 as well, hopefully. And I saw them at Warp Tour. They were probably one of the best sounding bands at Warp Tour. He they, they had a ton of energy. Um, so I'm hoping that maybe their record can be good, too. I mean, if what's stopping them. So we'll see. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully they announce that Menzinger's record soon. I know it's coming out soon. They should have announced it before this tour, but whatever. Um, yeah, I'm really stoked on that. The New Balance Exposure record is going to be interesting. They've released two new songs from it. They're both pretty chill, to say the least. Um, they're right. both kind of different. Uh, the first one had just like this very, uh, like the same electronic drum beat going through it. And it's like a five minute track. So it was kind of different. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we'll see. We'll see what they do. I'm pretty excited to check that out as well as... Um, all the other, all the other, all the other uncountable stuff like Against Me will be great, I'm sure. Uh, the Two Tongues record will be fun, I'm sure. The Kev Dev record will be really great. Yeah. Free Rose Stock. And then I guess if we're getting that new Childish Gambino record, that will be interesting. And we'll get to watch it with his show, which comes out uh, next week. I'm really excited for it. Atlanta, are you going to 
Check that out. <laughs> Possibly. I, 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 he wants it to be like like Twin Peaks for rappers, and like anything he touches, I'm pretty much in. So, <laughs> right. Oh, I forgot yeah. to mention the new All Get Out song, Home, is really good as well. So that's another band to have something to look forward to. Yeah. There's, there's so much. You can't. I, I don't. I don't think you can go wrong this fall. Oh, we didn't even touch on Touche More. Yeah. Every time I die, it's, ugh, it's a, it's a title, it's a title wave. To quote the name of the Taking Back Sunday record is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's you know just within our scene too. That's not even counting oh, pop albums <laughs> that will come out or you know other genres. Yeah. Really. This is like the tiny. This is like our tiniest thing. Like overloaded right now. We're like, okay, all the stuff, all this, all the rest of this music's getting getting pushed to the back until I can deal with this. Right. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about if um, we're talking about the new records? We might as well talk about the rest of the tours. We're going to Bayside Menzingers next week, and then do you have anything else on your uh, radar? I'm trying to go to Somos next Friday, so okay. th- that is the ninth, I believe, if I'm doing dates right in my head. And that has a pretty good lineup. You know, you have Somos, Free Throw, a local band that my friend is in is playing as one of the openers. And I just really like Somos in general. So I'm always down to go to one of their shows. And No Better is also on that lineup. And they released an EP not too long ago. That was really good. I actually saw them when one of my artists did his EP release show at VLHS. So they were really good there, and it'll be cool to get to see them again. Yeah, I need to check out some of those bands. I listen to Somos. I like their their first record. Their second record was a little bit, they slowed it down. I think that they're kind of like if um, Listen and Forgive era Transit had just kind of kept doing that and not made the next two things that they made that kind of right. made them disappear. Um, <laughs> Uh, other other tours I'm really excited for um, the uh, the this wildlife is going to start their tour here I believe it's with Have Mercy and I don't know the rest of the bands on it but oh um, I might have to well, check that out yeah it's at the it's at the Troubadour in L A um, okay. but they're a, they're a really great band there I've known them for a while um, I've been internet buds with them and then they're from Long Beach so I've seen them at shows and then they decided to do the whole thing where they reinvented their sound and went acoustic and started making just really really great music so I'm yeah. excited to I'll probably have to check that out um, other stuff I have here um, I'm gonna I already have tickets to see uh, Tegan and Sarah at the observatory I'm, nice. I really liked their new record uh, love you to death their o- and their opener is this um, other pop artist, I think she's from the UK, her name's Shura, and she put out a really cool record that I liked um, called Nothing's Real. It's kind of like, it's kind of like an 80s pop record, and then it has like spacier parts too. I would uh, suggest checking it out if you like the kind of whole 80s pop thing that's going on right now with like uh, Carly Rae Jepsen and uh, Churches and like all that and Tegan and Sarah. I think they're really having a moment. Um, other stuff I've got on here is yellow cards doing their final tour yeah i grabbed a ticket to that are you going you're going to the observatory one right yeah i should say my mom grabbed a ticket to that for me because she works (laughs) over there you could just go buy it in person that's what you got to do that's what you got you gotta you gotta sidestep those fees man that's that's a smart move that'll be good uh i'm either gonna go to that in la or at the observatory uh there's the I, I'm not going to go to this, but the uh, Good Charlotte story so far, and then there's a, a whole slew of pop 
punk bands opening for them. It's like uh, Set Your Goals and Four Years Strong and Hit the Lights are all alternating dates on that tour. That's pretty sweet. Okay. For, um, yeah, that's a pretty cool one. Um, what else do I got in here? Bounce of Composure and Foxing. That's a pretty good tour. Um, I, I may have to go to that tour. I, I was going to go to, I'm going to Riot Fest in Chicago in a couple of weeks. If you're going to be there, hit me up. Um, but they just released the lineup this morning and I was, I was texting you about it. I'm very upset at some of the, at a couple of the, um, the conflicts on the schedule. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will have a lot of conflicts. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the, the risk you take when you go, whenever you go to a music festival, um, <laughs> honestly brand new is playing at the same time time as the descendants kill me um but <laughs> um but i think the hives are playing at the same time as balance and i really want to watch the hives so i may have to go to their tour which is fine what else uh we're, there's the wonder years and every single new pop punk band tour so it's wonder years real friends knuckle puck Moose blood and seaway that's one of those crucial five band lineups that we're both really stoked on <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's gonna be fun um uh the wonder years always put on a great show uh i'm assuming people here people listening to this probably know that um and then if you're into any of those new pop punk bands like real friends and knuckle puck i think it's a really smart tour for them to do to capitalize on that fan base and to put it all together sort of like how newfound glory would take out did you go to like the pop punk's not dead tour which was like newfound glory say your goals wonder years man overboard this time next year I cannot remember. <laughs> there were so many of those tours, like yeah. <laughs> in, like 2010, 2011. There were so many great lineups, and now it's just like, well, I guess I'll make do with this. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a lot of there's so many other things that I know I'm uh, that I'm that I'm skipping over right now. Uh, I'm really stoked. One of my favorite bands, they're this, uh, they're such gold. Uh, is finally they haven't toured the West Coast in like two years and they're finally coming back and I just like lost my shit over it even though there's going to be all of 10 people at the show probably. <laughs> I'm so stoked. <laughs> yeah I don't have too many other things planned it's like you know I have Bayside, Yellow Card, possibly Somos and I have not thought any further ahead than that. It's it's it when when you when you're unemployed, it's like kind of dangerous to kind of think about it because then you're like, oh, I should get this, but oh, yeah. I should get this, and then there's all this, and then in October, like, and it's kind of exhausting, and you're like, I don't have this money to spend anyways, but right. here we are. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a really it's a really great jam packed fall, even if you're not excited for any of this stuff, because I'm sure there's just a ton of releases, and I don't know, I I love like spring and fall uh, show season because I feel like summer and winter are pretty dead. Right. In in California, I feel like there's not a ton of stuff that comes through because I don't know. I, I always thought it was because like the warp tour just made everyone black out their schedules. <laughs> um, but maybe it's because easier to tour in the fall or the summer or the spring or the fall because like the temperature is even and it's not there's no black ice on the road that will kill your entire van if you hit it or. <laughs> yeah, your van won't overheat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You won't like be in a disgusting van with like five other dudes like sweating balls all summer. I mean, you probably will be doing that either way wherever you go, but <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to talk about TV too, I guess? Yeah, sure. Let's go over some fall TV real quick. I watch a lot of like your typical CBS shows that everyone likes to hate on, but I don't care. And you know, I'll be watching the CW 
DC shows, all four of them, I think all now. Ten, all <laughs> 10 hours a week of them. All, yeah, between DC and Marvel, life. it's like, it, it's getting close to 10, probably. <laughs> well, when Luke Cage comes out, that's that's going to, that you're going to hit your quota. <laughs> yes, but that yeah. will drop all at once, and it'll probably be done in two days. I've been really bad at watching stuff that came out this summer on Netflix. Like, I still have to get to Bloodline Season 2, the new yeah. season of Orange is the New Black. I never finished Transparent Season 2 on Amazon. So I kind of ditched all of those things in favor of binging Stranger Things. <laughs> Nice. Nice. I think that's pretty much what everyone did this summer. Yep. <laughs> it kind of came out of nowhere and everyone was like, yep, this is the show. This is it. We're going to, this is what, <laughs> it was a great show. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool at making everyone feel nostalgic, but also new. I thought that was kind of like the resounding feeling of that show. Um, one of my favorite shows comes back uh, well, it's going to be after this drops, but it's called You're the Worst. It's on FX. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's like a, I guess like a romantic comedy. Uh, it's set in LA, but like all the people are like terrible modern people. So like some of them, like one of them suffers from like clinical depression and it handles that really interesting. It's a really great show. Uh, it doesn't sound funny, but I assure you it's very funny and very fun. Um, and then uh, you you better catch up on Transparent because they're already dropping like the new season like pretty soon. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oops. it's in September. They didn't even wait a year. They're just like, here you go. Okay. Yeah. So I'll have that. Luke Cage, like you mentioned, that's coming, what, September 30th, I believe. And then, yeah. And then Narcos season two will be dropping literally the day after this goes up. So... I have like so many shows on my plate and then like other people mention other shows and they then I'm like, I don't have enough shows on my plate. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I I haven't even decided really like what new shows on just regular TV that I'll be watching this fall. I know there's maybe one or two that definitely caught my eye. I think one of them was Conviction, which is with uh, Haley Atwell, who played Peggy Carter. Oh in yeah. Agent Carter and I just really liked her as an actress on Agent Carter so I'll probably give that a shot and it has some other people from other shows I had previously watched which are mm -hmm. clearly canceled yes. now because all of the characters are showing up in different things yep sad it's like okay there's there's I guess there's my answer yeah I was like all right well like, that did not get renewed <laughs> like r.i.p agent carter i guess i guess that's over <laughs> yeah um she's i really like her too i really liked her on agent carter and i'm gonna use that to segue because she was on an episode of this really great um show it's on it's now on netflix called black mirror have you watched black mirror i watched i think one episode and it was so weird that i just couldn't oh yeah keep watching it first, because it's the like first episode is weird yeah <laughs> yeah and i was like um no thank you <laughs> Yeah, um, Black Mirror, for those of you who haven't heard of it, um, it's like a Twilight Zone kind of show. So it's like every episode, it's like there's three episodes a season and every episode is a different, completely different story with a different cast. It's basically an hour long movie um, and they all tackle their, it's an English show, and they all tackle how um, technology affects our lives in the modern world. So um, the first one I think is, it's it's pretty out there. It's the over social media. Everybody makes instigates the British prime minister to have sex with a pig. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Very it's, strange. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty out there. Yeah. Um, that one is probably the most, uh, gross of them. Like some of the other ones aren't as well, explicitly sexual, um, but it's a really great show and, um, Netflix has actually resurrected it and is making new episodes and that's going to come out this, uh, in October, I think it's end of October and, uh, the first seven episodes are on Netflix right now. And I really, really implore everybody to check it out because it's really great if you like sci-fi or just good drama or if you're down with anything I just said, um, check it out. Uh, again, every episode is different. So if you don't like the first one, maybe try the next one or... <laughs> or just skip the first one altogether and go straight yeah, maybe to the, episode the two. The second one's really good. The second one is really good. It's like very uh, high sci-fi. It's like this whole fantasy world where everybody competes for money. Um, and, uh, other shows I have on here are, I already mentioned Atlanta, which is Donald Glover's show that's going to be on FX. It looks very, very weird. All the information he's put out about it makes it look very cryptic. Um, I just know it's set. He's like a rapper who I think one of his cousin's rap career takes off and he tries to manage him. It looks very, if you're familiar with like Childish Gambino or his videos that he's put out for Childish Gambino, you're going to get the vibe immediately. It's like kind of weird, kind of funny. Um, but I'm, uh, everything he does is great. So I'm not worried about it at all. <laughs> yeah. I think the other main two that I'm looking forward to would be season two of both The Man in the High Castle and Sense8. I didn't watch either of those. See? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sense8, it's definitely not your typical kind of show. It was very different from anything I had watched before and it's even just hard to kind of describe so I recommend you guys just go look that up on Netflix and yeah. kind of just read the synopsis or description <laughs> or whatever but The Man in the High Castle I didn't think I would like it really because I'm not a history person at all but it's basically like what if the Nazis won oh tight that's always a good <laughs> yeah so it's like a big you know what if and I always think those are kind of fun to explore these alternate realities that actually could have happened in the real world yeah that that one's not, I, I saw a lot of ads for it and I wasn't quite sure what it was I may have to may have to check that one out um other stuff that oh there's one there's one other show that I don't know a ton about it but everything I've seen for it makes it look great it's called The Good Place it's going to be on NBC which is kind of worrisome because it's a sitcom and NBC sitcoms kind of get knifed very very quickly but hopefully <laughs> this one's good um, it's starring uh, Kristen Bell and Ted Danson I okay. think the oh plot... yeah yeah I saw the yeah. commercial for that it looked pretty funny yeah the plot is she she dies and she ends up in like a pseudo version of heaven except she was a really terrible person so she like got mixed up or she doesn't belong there so it's basically just Kristen Bell just making an ass out of herself with all these people who are all living their perfect lives I don't know it sounds very strange and like a very high very high concept for like a network sitcom but it's from the creators of Parks and Rec so I'm in awesome <laughs> yeah yeah, I haven't looked into too much of like the new so new shows coming up so because much. I tend to record everything and mm -hmm. kind of just fast forward through commercials. So it's like only if I happen to see a commercial for something mm -hmm. will I know about it. So I probably need to like go find, you know, film and TV websites and see <sighs> what's coming up this fall because I'm sure 
quite a few things I watch are ending like this season and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I will have a little space for some new shows, even though I probably watch way too much TV as it is. (laughs) It's also hard with the new shows because so many of them get like canceled immediately. Yeah. Like they aired three episodes of like, we're out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So it's almost like not, is it like worth getting invested in this? And then you're like, Oh, it's already, it's already gone. Um, but uh, yeah, and then there's all, I didn't even touch on like all the shows I love that are coming back. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of my favorite shows. It's one of the most comfort, it's kind of like the new Parks and Rec for lack of a better way to sell people on it. <laughs> um, it's, I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's a sitcom. It's Andy Samberg and a bunch yeah. of other characters work at a, at a police precinct in New York. And it's very fun and lovely and it may, gives you all the good feelings. Um what else? Uh, Last Man on Earth is another. I, I mostly like sitcoms. I'm boring. Uh, <laughs> all the all the dramas I love ended, so now I'm kind of on sitcoms. <laughs> like Mad Men ended, and Fargo. Who knows when it's coming back? And all these other shows. So, but yeah, there's th- this fall. I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I'm August is always kind of a dead. I feel like it's all, August is always kind of a dead zone in terms of like whether it's movies or music or even there's not a ton of shows. So I'm really happy for it to be coming to an end. And so we can get into like this tidal wave of content that we're going to get crushed by in September, October, because we didn't even touch on movies. And that's a whole nother thing. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I have a few weeks to attempt to catch up on all of my Netflix stuff that I have not finished yet and transparent, apparently. But (laughs) we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I think that covers it for our little fall preview we have here for music and tv for you guys getting all of the shows in and all of the music it'll be quite a busy time good thing you and i both don't have jobs we have plenty of time to do this yes great thing uh side note here miscellane listeners if any of you work in the southern california area please hire me i I, (laughs) i'm doing nothing please help me stop wasting my life okay thanks deanna it was really great to be here i really appreciate it No problem. Thanks for coming on as the guest this week. I know it's a little last minute because the episode will be out in two days, basically. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. I'm just happy. I just really hope uh, I don't make an ass out of myself. <laughs> and I just want I just wanted to give the tiniest shout out to uh, my fellow listener, Oscar Lopez, who demanded every time I said I was going to be on this to give him a shout out. So there you go, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well, as always, thank you guys for listening and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day.